With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Absolute power. Corrupts. Absolutely. You know you make me wanna kick my heels up and down. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again. I am JT, a.k.a. The Master. And as always, this is The Master Plan. Number to call in is 347-637-3220. 347-637-3220. The place to be if you want to talk to JT, The Master, and that would be me. Got a little bit of old, 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 old school music playing for you in the background there. An old Isley hit. Because I'm about to shout out, or shout, I should say. And uh, about studs, duds, sleepers, waiver wire pickups for week eight. As uh, um, they play for pay, and we uh, play to win that fantasy championship. We also have a chat room sitting out there if you'd like to jump in that chat room and ask a question, state, make a statement or a comment. You can also do so. What you put in is what you get out of it. Got six teams on a buy. Six teams on a buy. So if you have anybody that's playing for the Los Angeles Rams, the San Francisco 49ers, the Miami Dolphins, Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore Ravens, or the New York Giants in your lineups, it should tell you right next to the name BYE, which stands for buy for those people who can't spell. And means take him out of your lineup, put somebody in there that can um, replace him. May not be the same type of player, but you have no choice. You got to put somebody in that position for a buy. Hopefully, I can, uh, if we go down these games, I can put somebody in that position that'll make you want to shout. At the end of this fantasy weekend, because you got to win, and it, it that win takes you one step closer to the fantasy playoffs, and you got to be in it to win it. You got to be little, got to got to be in it to win it. That's all I got to tell you. So, without further ado. Let's uh, see what we can do to help you win this week. 
All right. As we do always, um, I also try to give you uh, inactives as they come in. They don't normally come in. One o'clock games, they come in around 1130, unless the person is definitely out and you get the information well beforehand, like Played there's a 9:30 game today. Cincinnati and, and, and um, um, the Washington Redskins. Their w- running back was out, um, and you got that information yesterday. Didn't even get it game day this morning. You got it yesterday. He was going to be out. So that's what I'm talking about. Sometimes you get them um, like that, but most of the time, especially Sunday games, one o'clock games. You get them at 11.30, then quite naturally the 4 o'clock games, you get a little, you know, you get them later. So you gotta be, you got to be careful on, especially the 4 o'clock games. There's only two 4 o'clock games tonight. Only two 4 o'clock games. So hopefully uh, we can uh, get you some good information here to help you this weekend, week eight, week eight, are you seven and zero, oh? six and one, five and two, four and three, three and four, two and five? Uh, unfortunately, you may be at one and six. Now, one and six, you have to quite naturally go on a hell of a win streak to get into the playoffs. But there's a shot. An outside shot. An outside shot. But you, like I said, you have to win out to have a seven to six record. When most leagues go to week thirteen before the playoffs start in week fourteen, and uh, depending on how your league is, you may get a shot. You may be that uh, one of those um, late round seed, late seeds, seventh or eighth seed. You never know. Depends on the competition and, and how your league uh, wins and losses in each team shakes out. But you're, you're grasping, you're gasping, I should say. You're gasping. Hopefully trying to get a win. I'm in uh, several leagues. Most of my leagues, uh, I'm on the positive side of, uh, of a record. A few of them, and some of them that I really want to do well in. Uh, one in particular, I'm three and four. And to tell you the truth, it doesn't look good uh, for this week. Uh, I happen to have LaShawn McCoy, and quite naturally, he uh, is not playing this week, which, is, which hurts me greatly. And he may not play for the next two or three weeks. Quite naturally, he's on a week week. He's going to buy a week 10. Uh, more than likely, he probably won't. I, and if it was me, knowing the history of LaShawn McCoy, he would not play. He shouldn't have played last week, aggravated a little bit. Now, he's not going to play this week. So get him out of your lineups. LaShawn McCoy will not play. Mike Gillisey is going to, re- going to take a replacement, probably start the game. But from what I read, they're going to, run a, they're going to do a hot hand. Now, I'm just putting that out there. I'm going to run down the games. Trust me, I'm going to run down the games. Uh, we got enough games to run down. Three, 
four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve games. Hopefully, I can get him in the next fifty-something minutes, and then uh, uh, and uh, along with those, some sleepers and some studs and duds, and let you know what's going on. Hopefully, I can do do that all for you. Um, I'm not going to go um, with the Washington and Cincinnati um, because that's going on now. It won't do you any good from what I'm telling you. Um, I can tell you that if you have uh, Rob Kelly or you don't have Rob Kelly, that, I'll do that. Um, pick him up. Um, he looked like he, he just scored a touchdown in this game. Uh, looks like he's going to do well this week. Uh, and um, he may sit at, be sitting out on the waiver wire for whatever reason. And uh, I would go, I would definitely go pick him up because uh, um, he may, uh, you never know. Can't hurt if you got spot on your uh, bench. Put a pick him up for running back. Pick him up. Running backs, you know how running backs are. I just told you about LaShawn McCoy. So what's that telling you? You got to be careful in, one, trading your running backs and taking care of your running backs. You got to definitely take care of your running backs. You, you, you can never have too many running backs. I've had as many as six running backs, quality running backs. Um, I now have five. Um, one of them is hurt. Uh, one of them is on a bye, which hurts me greatly. Um, otherwise, I will put them in, into the uh, flex like I've been doing. But I've uh, made a replacement, and uh, we'll see how it goes um, in one of my leagues. All right, let, without further ado, let's start talking about the games, because I know people want to hear about the games, and I'm talking all kinds of stupid stuff here and not concentrating on the game. So let's talk about KC at Indianapolis, uh, the first 1 o'clock game I want to talk about. Dante Moncrief. Hello, Dante Moncrief. He's finally back. He's going to be playing uh, along with Phil Dorsett. Um, Temper your expectations. Let me put it this way. Uh, He's going up against a pretty good defense, and uh, he's coming back off an injury. Uh, you don't know if he's going to get a full workload or they're going to get, put him on a snap count and make sure that uh, um, he doesn't get re-injured in some way. And, I mean, you can't. It's football. You get out there, you, don't, you never know. But Dante Moncrief, you got to put him back in your lineup because uh, Andrew Luck is hurting for options to throw to. Dwayne Allen is out. Jack Doyle is the uh, – is the uh, uh, tight end of choice for the Indianapolis Colts. So if you have him, put him in your lineup. He's a, he's a, he's a, a prime, one of the primary weapons for Andrew Luck. He, like, he loves throwing to the um, tight end. Uh, in the middle of the field and even in the red zone, he lo- loves throwing to the tight end. So Jack Doyle is definitely a t- tight end one, um, and probably mid-tight end one, but he's definitely a tight end one to, to – um, Jamal Charles is not playing. He's out. Spencer Ware is carrying the load against a defense that is absolutely horrible. One of the worst defenses in the league, people. One of the worst defenses in the league. Indianapolis, preventing fantasy points against the running back, excuse me, against the quarterback is 24th, running back 29th. They do a better job to wide receiver, but then against a tight end, the 26th. So, the skill positions, other than the wide receiver, um, should 
farewell. That means Alex Smith is a good bye week replacement. That means Spencer Ware, regardless of what Indianapolis, he is a t- uh, running back one, um, uh, an elite running back in, 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 in this spot. And then you got uh, Jack Doyle. Like I said, you play Jack Doyle without a shadow of a doubt. And the other side, and on the other side, Andrew Ruck is playing at home. But this is a good Kansas City defense. Um, they like to get after the quarterback. Uh, but you know, you, Andrew Luck, even if there were six other quarterbacks that you could pick, he's not a bi-week replacement. Andrew Luck is a, uh, um, a weekly start without a, without a shadow of a doubt. I'm not a big Frank Gore fan. He's one of the oldest running backs in the league. And Kansas City is um, around middle of the pack, maybe a little lower than 18th in preventing fantasy points against the um, running back position, 20th in the quarterback. And what they do the worst is what the Indianapolis Colts do the best is against the wide receiver position. Kansas City is 31st against that. And that has to do with the pass rush, uh, which they've been faring well. And they're seventh against the tight end. Um, but you got to put Jack Doyle in there, okay? In Kansas City side, Spencer Ware is a no-brainer to me. Alex Smith is a bi-week replacement. No-brainer. Um, Travis Kelsey, uh, you know what type of quarterback Alex Smith is. He's a short to intermediate type of quarterback, which falls in right with Jeremy, uh, not Jeremy Macklin, Travis Kelsey. Now, I did say that Indianapolis uh, is 26 against the uh, tight end. So I love Ket Travis Kelsey in there. You got Jeremy Macklin. You got to put him in there because from week to week, you never know what he's going to do. He's the number one wide receiver. He's the number one option for Alex Smith when he's throwing it to the wide receivers. And uh, play waiting to happen. All right. All right, let's move to the next one o'clock game. This may be fast and furious, people. This we may get this done before the hour is up. because uh, we only have eleven, twelve games. Let's get to the next game, which would be the Arizona Cardinals versus the Carolina Panthers. Jerron Brown is out. Both John Brown and Michael Florida game time decisions. Um, if either can't go, look for J.J. Nelson to see more action. Carolina's coming off a bye. Need this win in the worst way. They're playing at home. They are, check this people out, and you probably know this already, one and five. Carolina Panthers, who went to the Super Bowl last year, who had a hell of a record last year, are one and five. Now, you can turn it around, but there's a long way to go. The Cardinals, who were in the NFC Championship game against Carolina, are a little better at 3-3-1. Three and three and one. They had a horrendous tie against Seattle last week, 6-6 six, six in overtime. 6-6 six, six in overtime. Unbelievable. So who do I like in here? Carson Palmer. has only thrown two touchdowns over the last four games. He threw for over 340 
He threw for 342 yards last week and didn't even throw a touchdown, believe it or not. Well, going naturally, you know that. It's, the game was 6-6. But I like Carson Palmer against this defense. The Carolina's defense is not what it used to be. I don't know if it, Josh Brown made a big difference. Josh Norman, I should say, made a big difference. They're, they're running with young DBs back there. They're 22nd against the wide receiver, 32nd against the tight end in the passing, and 30th against the quarterback. They don't even and, – and, and I would think that would have to do the pass rush along with covering receivers going downfield. 30th against the quarterback. The thing they do best, 11th in preventing fantasy points at the running back position. But you play Carson Palmer. You, David Johnson is the best statistically, I think he is, uh, running back in football. And um, you got to play him. You got to play him. John Brown, you know, he, he's up and down. You know, this is my next nugget here. This is who I like besides Larry Fitzgerald in the passing game. Um, that Carson's going to throw to. J.J. Nelson, one of the fastest wide receivers, one of the fastest people in all of football. Speed to burn. And regardless of what people may think, Carson Palmer is still one of the best deep ball throwers in the league. I love J.J. Nelson in this. Michael Floyd or John Brown, one of these guys are not playing. Um, Attention to the... um, to the um, inactives, especially in this game. J.J. Nelson's not on your lineup. Get him in your lineup because I, I, I love him here. I think he's going to make a big play or two in here. Um, Carson Palmer's going to get the ball to him. Big play waiting to happen. Now, it's a roll of the dice. It's a roll of the dice. Well, I like the dice roll. I like the dice roll. And I would take that chance, especially if, if you're clinging to a playoff spot, you don't have any other answers, and you'll be kicking yourself if J.J. Nelson goes off, has a big game. I know what happened last week, last se- season and with um, Arizona and Carolina, and Carolina blowing Arizona out. And Carolina has an advantage here because they're coming off a bye, They're coming off a bye, and this was the Monday night game, so the game's short, one day short, and it was a tough game. But I still like the fact that I don't think Carolina over the bye week has fixed their um, defensive problem in the backfield. I mean, the DBs. I still like Carson Palmer to throw a couple of touchdowns in here. One of them to J.J. Nelson on a big play. <clears throat> on the other side, uh, you got to play Cam Newton. Cam Newton's a QB1 without a doubt of a doubt. Now, he's, and he said he's still going to run. He, he said, that's not, I'm, not, I'm not changing my game. I'm still running. But he's going against a very good Arizona defense. 
that's probably angry because they got a tie and probably motivated because the coach is pissed off because they got a tie. <laughs> got to play Calvin Benjamin. Got to play Greg Olson. Those two guys are definitely plays here. Um, uh, and if you probably six, six teams on a bye, Jonathan Stewart is, a, is an option for you. But you got to temper your expectations against this uh, uh, Arizona defense. That's second in preventing fantasy points against the uh, running back. Seventh against the quarterback. First against the tight end. But th- the characters I told you that you must play is Cam Newton, Greg Olson. And they're ninth against the wide receiver. And that's the uh, uh, Kelvin Benjamin territory. You got to play those guys. They're, they're, they're not an option. Unless you have someone like Julio Jones um, and some other uh, um, bet, better mat, way better matchups, you got to play Calvin Benjamin. Go to the next game. It's one, another 1 o'clock game. We've got a bunch of 1 o'clock games, only a couple of 4 o'clock games, and then quite naturally the 8.30 game. Let's move on to the Oakland at Tampa Bay, which is a very interesting one. Doug Martin is out. Uh, Jack Quiz Rogers is a great start here. Uh, I would t- tell you this. Um, there's no timetable when Doug Martin is going to be back. They have a rookie there that um, not, they have a good bath running game in, in uh, uh, Tampa Bay. Um, and the running back that Jack Quiz Rogers Needs to be backed up by someone. So how about you pick up um, Peyton Barber? Who? Peyton Barber, rookie. Um, and I would say that you should pick him up because you never know. It only takes one second in a game. The Jack was Rogers is out. Next man up will be Peyton Barber. Jacquez Rogers should have a hell of a game here against a, uh, um, a Oakland team that's 23rd in preventing fantasy points in running back position, 28th against the quarterback, 27th against the wide receiver, and 28th against the, in, in, in the tight end. The Jacquez Rogers is a, is a must start. So is Jameis Winston. So is Mike Evans. And the sleeper and a flex play that is strong for me is a special teams captain for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Russell Shepard. Who? He had five receptions for 77 yards and a touchdown last week, and they were looking for an option to take the place of Vincent Jackson. They thought it was Cecil Shorts. They thought it was Adam Humphreys. But Russell Shepard is a jack-of-all-trades, and he's a master of a few of them. Besides playing on his special teams, he's a very good wide receiver, and Jameis Winston has a new toy to throw to. And in this game, like I said, Oakland is on the bottom tier of preventing fantasy points in the passing portion of the game and Russell Shepard is a nice sneaky play a nice flex play quite naturally a three, third or fourth wide receiver if you're looking for one you got six teams on a bye you're looking Russell Shepard is a play here for me 
I've picked him up on on a couple of uh, teams, and I'm definitely playing because I like his I like his matchup. I think Jameis Winston, other than Mike Evans, he's got to f- find somebody else. He just can't keep throwing it. I understand he, why he throws to him because Mike Evans is a hell of a talent, but team's going to key on him, double team him, try to take him away. You got to throw uh, other spots and 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 uh, get the coverage off him. And Cameron Brait. Like I said, Cameron Brait is a low-end tight end this week, but 28th preventing fantasy points Oakland is in the tight end position. You got six teams on a bye. One of them is probably one of your guys if you have made provisions. If Cameron Brayton, which he shouldn't be, sitting on the waiver wire, you got to pick him up, put him in. Uh, Jimmy Winston likes throwing to him, too, because he's a, he's a very reliable option. I love Derek Carr in this position, too. I think this is going to be a um, high-scoring game. Indianapolis, excuse me, Indianapolis, Tampa Bay is middle of the pack and exactly middle of the pack, 16th at preventing fantasy points in the quarterback and wide receiver position, 25th in preventing fantasy points in the running back, and 11th against the tight end. So in the passing portion, they're a little bit better, but they're just middle of the pack for, mo- for the most part. And they're weak against the run. That means that Latavius Murray is a definite play here without a shadow of a doubt. I know they do a somewhat run- running back by committee with DeAndre Washington. DeAndre Washington, I should say. But I like uh, Latavius Murray to, to have the bulk load of work here in the running backs. And... Um, Get a uh, nice score uh, with about 50, 60 yards, uh, probably 60, 70 total yards, and, and, and a touchdown. You play both these, these and I, I would say they're beasts, in my opinion. Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree, one of the best wide receiver combinations uh, duos in the NFL and in fantasy, without a doubt, without a doubt. You try to double Mari, Michael goes off, and vice versa. Vice versa. You key on Mari, Michael goes off. You key on Michael, Mari goes off. You got to pick your poison on, on who you think is the flavor of the week, and it will change. It will change. Trust me. All right, let's move on to the uh, next game at 1 o'clock. And that would be another. Now, this is, and I, if you listened to me yesterday on the uh, FSP show, I said this was, a, this was a game of exact opposites. Of exact opposites. One team has a struggling offense and a very good defense. The other team has a very good offense and a struggling defense. Who am I talking about? Who am I talking about? Thomas Rawls is out. He's not going to be in there. Christian Michaels will be the uh, main running back. Talking about quite naturally when I said that, you know who I'm talking about. Seattle at New Orleans. Polar opposites in this. 
Drew Brees. That's a no-brainer. Come on, man. That's a no-brainer. Drew Brees, I know he's going against Seattle. But Drew Brees has never thrown for fewer than three touchdowns or 376 yards at home. He's a no-brainer. How about the running back? Well, let me run this down to you. Like I said, these are polar opposites. Seattle is top five in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback, the running back, and wide receiver. That's all you need to know. Okay? They're they're eighth against the tight end. So they're top-tier defense going up a high-powered offense. I would play Drew Brees without a shadow of a doubt. Six teams on a bye, you probably have no choice. You're going to play Mark Ingram. Six teams on a bye, you probably have no choice in playing Brandon Cooks. Even if the six teams weren't on a bye, I would definitely play Brandon Cooks. Same with Willie Sneed. Same with Michael Thomas. Same with Kobe Fleener. Now, Kobe Fleener is a – I would play him. Let me put it that way. Uh, Willie Sneed and – Michael Thomas, wide receiver three, flex position. Uh, Brandon Cooks probably this week, this week uh, borderline wide receiver two, three. Uh, th- it, he's the main, main, main um, uh, if you, if, if, if you want to say it, he's the main guy that Drew Brees throws to, the main, he's the number one receiver. Um, but you really never know with Drew Brees because he um, spreads the ball around so effectively. But for all intents and purposes, Brandon Cook's the number one wide receiver, and uh, I would think that he would get the most attention. Um, that's why I can't give him wide receiver one. I would say he's wide receiver two, three, somewhere around there, lower lower part of two, three. All right? For the uh, Seattle Seahawks, like I said, this is the worst, one of the worst defenses in the league. Struggling defense is New Orleans. 25th against the quarterback, 31st against the running back, 19th against the wide receiver, 16th against the tight end. So, you play Christian Michaels, he should have a very good day today. You play Doug Baldwin, uh, he should have a decent game today. I, I, I can see Doug Baldwin getting about um, six or seven catches, about 50 yards and a score. And uh, I see Jimmy Graham going back to his old team, wanting revenge, wanting, you know, hey, you didn't want me, you got rid of me, and went on blah, 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 blah. Um, and Russell Wilson feeding the ball, and he's been balling out anyway, um, that he would get uh, – um, Nice return on your investment when you put him in, in your lineup. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the – and I don't have any sneak, sneak, sneaky guys in there. If I did have one, it would be uh, Tyler Lockett. But, I, but this is Seattle. Um, and I know it's against um, the New, uh, New Orleans Saints. But, like I said, this is an offensive struggling. Against a defense that is struggling. 
Let's move on to the next game on the 1 o'clock. We got a lot of 1 o'clock games, like I said. Next game on, on the agenda is my team. This Houston Texans hosting the Detroit Lions. Uh-oh. Matt, Matt Stafford, um, one of the candidates for MVP, in my opinion. Um, both Theo Riddick and uh, Dwayne Washington are um, coming back from injury. They're going to be active this week. Uh and are expected to play, and quite and tight end um, Eric Ebron is also expected to play. Lamar Miller had a limited week of practice, is expected to play, um, but uh, don't don't know if he's going to play the whole game. Don't know if he can last the whole game. You got that to deal with. Do you want to deal with that, or you want to deal with something safe? Anyway, you, you cut it. Uh, Alfred Blue played last week. I can see Alfred Blue playing again this week. And um, you don't have um, you want to stay still stay in this game because Detroit is twelfth uh, in preventing fantasy points against the running back position. That's what they do well. The 32nd against the quarterback, 24th against the wide receiver, 30th against the tight end. C.J. Fedorowicz, who? Yes, yeah, C.J. Fedorowicz, who's been balling out, should have a uh, uh, good good game here. He should have about 50, 60 yards, about four or five catches, and I see um, Brock Osweiler getting the ball to him. Brock Osweiler is dealing with – and, and let me break this down for you. Bill O'Brien – is a very demanding coach, especially for his for his uh, quarterbacks. He's a very good coach of quarterbacks, but he demands a lot. And for what I've been reading and what I've been finding out, um, uh, because of I wouldn't say because of it, but uh, demanding uh, what the uh, type of uh, expectations and the results, Jim. Uh, uh, Bill O'Brien is expecting from Osweiler. Um, supposedly, Osweiler's confidence is shaken. Now, you're playing against Detroit. Like I said, Detroit is 32nd preventing fantasy points against the quarterback position. I And 24th in wide receiver. I expect Osweiler to perhaps get his... Uh, get his confidence built back up and feel better about himself in this game. They're playing at home. They play the best at home. They're 4-0 and at home, 0-3 on the road. And 0-3, they don't look good on the road. They're going against a team that can, can be passed on in Detroit. This game to be a high-scoring game uh, for the simple fact is if – Detroit's a high-powered, I wouldn't say high-powered offense, but a very good offense with Matthew Stafford being able to throw the ball around. I know Houston's got a good defense, and they play well at home, but they got a lot of weapons in Detroit. Theo Riddick is back. He's a very good pass-catching running back or dual-threat running back out of, out of the um, uh, running back position. Dwayne Washington spells him. That's going to be a problem for the Houston Texans, who are 22nd in preventing fantasy points against the running back position. What they do better 
is third against the quarterback, third against the wide receiver, sixth against the tight end in preventing fantasy points. What's that going to say? Now, it's going to be tougher for the Detroit Lions to be effective in the passing game, but they got Anquan Bolden, seasoned vet. They got Marvin Jones, who's a, who's a big play waiting to happen, along with Golden Tate, who's a yak guy. Middle of the field, he can do his thing in the middle of the field, and they got Eric Ebron, who's a very athletic tight end. They got a lot of weapons in the passing game. And Matthew Stafford, who under Jim Bob Cooter, the offensive coordinator for Detroit, has been playing lights out, is going to get those weapons involved. So I expect, I expect a very good game here. And um, is Detroit's, Theoretically, he's back in there. He's a PPR machine at the running back position. You got to have him in there. Quite nasty, Matthew Stafford. I told you about Anquan Bolden. He's a flex. I told you about Marvin Jones. He's a wide receiver, too, in my my estimation. Golden Tate's wide receiver, 3-4 now. He's been playing a lot better. He can also be used in a flex. And, and, and Matthew Stafford's been looking for him more. So you can play these guys in some capacity, some type of uh, uh, capacity, I should say, this week. DeAndre Hopkins is a no-brainer for me. You've got to play him every week. I know he hasn't been doing what DeAndre Hopkins has done in the past, but you have to play him. You don't want him having to sit on your bench and him, him, he, he would go off and, and accumulate a lot of points, especially in an ideal matchup against Detroit. And you have him sitting on the bench. You don't want that woulda, coulda, shoulda. Hopkins is the definite choice. C.J. Fedora, which I told you, how they prevent fantasy points. I'm talking about Detroit. And I love Will Fuller in here. Big play waiting to happen. He's either had um, defensive, um, very good defensive backfield to deal with or hamstring injuries. Well, he's healthy now. He's playing at home, which he plays better. And Brock Osweiler likes throwing to Will Fuller. He stretches the field out. He's got super, super speed to burn. And if he can use it, if, he, if his hamstring is okay, uh, Will Fuller is a definite flex, in my opinion. Definite flex. All right, let's move on from this. Um, and uh, the next one on, on the agenda, another 1 o'clock game. Uh, division rivalry. These two teams do not like each other at all. Um, and Rain's going to probably be involved in this. Don't like each other. The AFC East, these two teams, Rex Ryan, Bill Belichick, go head-to-head. They got shut out last time, but Mr. TB, Mr. 12, wasn't in the game. He was on, he was on suspension. You know that Tom Brady doesn't want to get swept by the Buffalo Bills in New England. Chance of rain is 80%. Um, Deshaun McCoy is out, unfortunately. Uh, Shady is not playing this week, unfortunately. Mike Gillespie is expected to take the lead in the backfield. But from what I'm reading, this, they're going to go with the hot hand. For those Mike Gillespie, who, uh, people who pick up Mike Gillespie, it's a good thing. But uh, 
temper your expectations because apparently uh, if he doesn't show out, then he may get replaced and get somebody in there that uh, they, they're going to do a running back committee and, as far as I can see. Marquise, Marquise Goodwin is out. Um, Robert Woods is expected to return to action. Um, there's none that uh, Martellus Bennett, I think, is questionable right now. Uh, but you got to look at around uh, 40 minutes from now, of uh, 50 minutes from now, approximately, uh, around 1130 when they start coming out with these uh, 1 o'clock uh, inactives and actives. Let's see uh, who's going to be, who's in and who's out. Um, but uh, let me, let's go to that game. Here we go. Let's go to that game. Um, so let's look at this. What, let's, let's, let's talk about the no-brainers first. No-brainer is Tom Brady. No-brainer is LeGarrette Blunt. No-brainer is um, Gronk. No-brainers. Uh, no-brainers is probably Julian Edelman. Um, even though that the uh, Buffalo, number four, preventing fantasy points against the quarterback, 20th running back, 13th against the wide receiver, and second in, in a tight end position. But Edelman is the start. You got to start him because uh, he's a PPR, especially in PPR. You got to start him. Uh, Blunt, Blunt is an, is a um, is a no brainer. Quite naturally, Gronk. Uh, if Martellus is healthy, uh, you probably don't have too many other good choices. And, and I would put Martellus in there, but you get really got to temper your expectations because his usage has gone down. But you never know when uh, Gronk won't get as much usage. I know he's going to get usage, but he, and, and, but they want to get Martellus more involved. So look at the uh, inactors and injuries and see what's going on with Martellus. Um, I would put him in there because New England likes throwing the both tight ends. On the other side, I like Tyrod Taylor. Um, I know that New England is 17th in preventing fantasy points in the quarterback, 9th in the running back, 11th in the wide receiver, and, and 18th in the tight end. Um, there's limited options. In the running back position, you may you, 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 you may not have no have no choice in, in running Mike Gillisey out there, and I would do that. Um, in the passing game, wow, uh, he spreads the ball around quite a bit. I'm talking about Tyrod Taylor, and uh, I couldn't really recommend Justin Hunter, Brandon Tate, Robert Woods. If I if I had to go to somebody, I would go to Robert Woods or Charles Clay. Um, Charles Clay, the middle field, safe throw for a young uh, um, t- um, uh, quarterback. And um, if you're desperate for a tight end, Charles Clay is a decent play. I think he's going to be used uh, um, in this game quite naturally. New England is right, uh, a little less in the middle of the pack. It's 18th putting fantasy points against the tight end position. I think Tyrod's going to be doing a little bit of running again t- also today. In fact, that's probably where he gets the t- touchdown from because I think that's what's going to happen. All right, let's move on to the next 1 o'clock game. Who we got up on the uh, – sitting up here would be um, – really want to watch this game. The New York Jets at the Cleveland Browns. All right, Austin Severin Jenkins is out. Cody Kessler is out. Josh McGowan 
is going to return as the starting quarterback for the um, Cleveland Browns. And Corey Coleman, uh, the rookie wide receiver, is still out, still dealing with his injury. And uh, uh, and uh, quite naturally, you know, Geno Smith is is um, on IR, and Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, has reinserted himself in, as the uh, or been inserted as the starting quarterback for the uh, New York Jets. And uh, six teams on a bye. This, if you don't have a better choice, uh, this is probably a good choice for Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Just understand this. You never know what Ryan Fitzpatrick going to get. Is it going to be one that's going to be lighting it up against a very porous um, Cleveland defense that's 31st against the quarterback, 28th against the running back, 28th against the wide receiver, and 31st against the tight end positions in preventing fantasy points. So in the passing game and in the running game, the Jets should flourish in here. And that, that tells me uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a viable play if you don't have um, a, a better option with six teams being out on bye. Matt Forte is going to be should be a beast in this game. Uh, Brandon Marshall should be a beast in this game, and even Quincy Inunua should not not maybe not be a beast, but he's definitely going to be using there. And I think he's going to get a trip into the end zone. I really believe that. On the other side, Josh McCowan. Now the Jets suck against the pass. Twenty third against the quarterback, and 29th against the wide receiver position, preventing fantasy points. They do a little bit better, middle of the pack, in preventing fantasy points against the running back position. But the 21st against the tight end. So I love Gary Barnage in here. I love Terrell Pryor in here. I love Isaiah Crowell and Duke Johnson. Either one of these guys I think are going to be effective. Duke Johnson in, at the PPR Isaac Crowell, I think, is going to be running pretty – like I said, the Jets are 15th. They're not top of the line. They're right in the middle of the pack, so they can't be run on. So those options that i just given you are good options if you have either of them, any of them, I should say, any of them, because I think this is going to be – I wouldn't say a high-scoring game, but there's going to be fantasy points for – any of these players that I just named on the Jets or the Cleveland Browns. All right. We got two 4 o'clock games, about 12 minutes left, and then we got a 8.30 game and a uh, Monday night game. All right. Let's move on to the first 4 o'clock game, which would be the San Diego Chargers visiting the Denver Broncos. And believe it or not, people, this, this may fall into ideal weather for the San Diego Chargers. It's supposed to be 74 degrees in Denver. That's like playing in Southern California. 74 degrees. Now, it's mile high, quite naturally, so the air is thinner, but it's 74 degrees. It's not like San Diego's never played in Denver before. They're they're division rivals. Quite naturally, two weeks ago, San Diego, in San Diego, beat Denver. Denver is looking for revenge, quite naturally. They don't want to lose two games to a d- division rival. No way. C.J. Anderson is out for, for the regular season. He had a knee issue. 
Devontae Booker is going to take over. So quite naturally, Devontae Booker owners are going to love this. Because Devontae Booker should have a very good day today. Now, his backup. You should pick up his backup, Capri Bibbs. Just look, uh, just look up on ESPN and look on the, uh, the uh, depth chart, and you'll see who I'm talking about. Capri Bibbs. You got to pick him up and back him up with Devontae Booker. Next man up. It, it all takes one injury away. Capri Bibbs will be the number two. I would pick him up, and I expect him to, to take part in the part of this workload. Booker, this is the first time starting, so there's no guarantee that he's going to uh, really take over this completely. Now, they're going to give him an opportunity, and he's shown that he can, he can definitely deal with it. But anything can happen that can pre-big could be the one taking over to, to pick him up as the handcuff to Devontae Booker. Uh, you know, Trevor Simeon loves throwing to Emmanuel Sanders. I know Demarius Thomas got a touchdown last week. And, and I mean, uh, Demarius Thomas got a touchdown last week and Emmanuel Sanders didn't. But he loves throwing to uh, 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 Emmanuel Sanders. That's his favorite target. That's his favorite target. So that's no-brainer. Damaris Thomas is a no-brainer. Now, San Diego's defense, they're 26th in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback, 27th in, in running back, 14th. They do a better job in preventing fantasy points against the wide receiver and tight end, which are 17th in preventing fantasy points. So I expect um, Gary Kubiak's offense to run the ball early and often um, to prevent – the San Diego offense getting on the field um, because they are a prolific offense. Now, Denver is first in preventing fantasy points in the quarterback and wide receiver position, 19th in running back and 15th against the tight end. For all you Melvin Gordon fans, including me, because I've been touting Melvin Gordon before the beginning of the season. He's got 10 touchdowns, 10 touchdowns. Told you about this guy. And uh, he he's really touchdown dependent, but he's he he's he scored touchdowns. He scored three touchdowns last week. I like Melvin Gordon in this game. Denver, their weak spot their weak spot is preventing fantasy points against the running back. And I think they can be run on. So you play Melvin Gordon's every week play. Unless he's hurt. Or it's a bye week. He's an every week play. Must start. Now they got Hunter Henry coming off an injury, a concussion protocol. Um, Hunter Henry had six catches for 83 yards and a touchdown last time. Uh, they played against uh, uh, Denver. Um, Antonio Gates is getting more and more touches. Um, and. Uh, And 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 uh, Denver is 15th against uh, preventing fantasy points against the, uh, the uh, tight end position. But in my opinion, you, you're hunting for tight ends. Now you don't never know. You never know who's going to be it. But Philip Rivers likes throwing to the tight end position. Now he's got the luxury of two tight ends. One uh, not as athletic as he used to be. And one very athletic and, and, and catches everything that's thrown to him. And Antonio Gates 
Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry's active. Put him into your lineup. Philip Rivers loves throwing to Hunter Henry, and his old old standby is Antonio Gates. Either one of these guys, you put him in your in the lineup. I I, I love both of these guys. Tyrell Williams uh, didn't fare so well last time. Um, like I said, the, the Aqib Talib, Chris Harris, T.J. Ward are extremely good in the back end. No fly zone. For they're named that for a reason. So I think San Diego is going to attack Denver via the run and the and the tight end position. Which I think they could both be had there. On the other side, like I said, um, I already laid it out for Denver. And the next last four o'clock game is the. Um, it, this should be a barn burner, people. A barn burner. 425, um, the second of the two 4 o'clock games. They're playing in Atlanta. Um, the, both these two teams have very good um, passing game to themselves. Aaron Rodgers, 300 yards. That's a no-brainer. You play Devontae Adams. You play uh, Ty Montgomery. Um, and you play Jordy Nelson. I got a funny feeling of, of this because – Supposedly, Randall Cobb is not going to be playing. He's out. And so, what's that saying? Now, they, I think they came on to something here, and that's, I'm talking about um, 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 Green Bay. And doing the no huddle and the spread offense. I mean, there's a lot of quick throws. I think Jordy gets involved. I think Aaron Rodgers wants to get Jordy involved. Aaron Rodgers threw the ball over 50 times last week, and Jordy Nelson only caught one pass. Every other um, wide receiver, Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, Ty Montgomery, got heavily involved in the passing game, but Jordy Nelson didn't. I think he gets Jordy Nelson involved in this Um because Randall Cobb's not there. Now, they may be talking about Jeff Janis, but I think it's Jordy Nelson. Um, and he may have uh, Marcus Trufant on him, but I still think Jordy Nelson is going to get involved in here. So he's definitely play. All three, all three of those guys in the past game, Devontae Adams, uh, Ty Montgomery, and ESPN, he's listed as a wide receiver and a running back, and, and um, Jordy Nelson. I, 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 I can't emphasize that much. This is, this is against a team in Atlanta. That is 29th against the quarterback, 26th against the running back, the middle of the pack against the wide receiver, and 29th against the tight end, preventing fantasy points. So those, t- those players are plays that you got to put them in uh, your lineup. No-brainers. Matt Ryan, Devontae Freeman, uh, Julio Jones. No-brainers. Absolutely no-brainers. And a sleeper here, people. Don't haven't heard of him, uh, but I, I like him this week. How about Justin Hardy? Who? I think Justin Hardy is a slot receiver. I, I, I see him doing some damage against that banged up uh, backfield, defensive backfield in um, in Green Bay. Green Bay is 
12th against the quarterback, 1st against the running back, 21st against the wide receiver, 23rd against the tight end position, preventing fantasy points. But I like four mentioned players that I, I talked about for Atlanta to get them into your lineup in some type of capacity. All right, let's move on to three minutes. I got two games to go. One of them is the 830 game that the two rookies, Dak Prescott and Philadelphia's uh, Carson Wentz, are going to go head-to-head. And who do I like? I'm not talking about wins and losses. I talked about that last week. I mean, last uh, yesterday, I should say. Carson Wentz, you put him into your lineup. I like Carson Wentz in there. Uh, Dallas um, is 22nd in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback, third against the running back, 17th against the wide receiver, and 27th against the tight end. But in order for in order for Philly to move the ball, it's on it's on Carson Wentz. I like Carson Wentz in here as a bye week fill in absolutely. Um, the only other guy that I see uh, that would be a viable option for me is two players, Zach Ertz and Jordan Matthews. You're, I know you may have thoughts of Brian Matthews or Darren Sproles, especially Darren Sproles. It's definitely in, in PPR. But uh, if you don't have any better options, you can, you can roll with those guys. But I really like uh, Zach Ertz and Jordan Matthews to, to do some type of damage in this game in the fantasy points department. Cowboys, I love Dak in this game. I know Philly is second in quarterback in preventing fantasy points in, 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 running back, in, a, in a quarterback position, 17th in running back, 7th in wide receiver, 3rd in tight end. So they're, they're a very good defense in the passing game. But I still like Das Prescott because uh, he's, he's a dual-threat quarterback. Zeke, Zeke that, that's a no-brainer. Uh, Cole Beasley, in my opinion, that's a no-brainer. Dak Prescott, if, if, he's not gonna, if he throws to anybody, it's going to be uh, Cole Beasley. But now we're going to be overtime just a slight bit because I want to get this out and then Monday night game. We're going to go over overtime in just a slight bit. Um, probably two or three minutes, but that's about it. I want to get this across. Des Bryant's coming back. Now, there may be a problem because Des is going to want the ball. Dak Prescott, I think, has got enough fortitude to say, look, I'll get to the ball if you're open. And that's another added weapon to, to, to um, Dallas. And you put Des Bryant into your lineup. If he's healthy, which he says he is, which they're putting him in there and saying he is, Des Bryant goes into your lineup. And the only spot I could put him in now is a flex but I love Des Bryant and this ops, different division rivals. They, they're going to show out. They want to play. They want to give it everything. They don't like each other. Don't like each other. And we're going to be going to overtime in about five seconds. And then um, one more game, and that's the Monday night game. The Minnesota Vikings are going to be playing the, um, the uh, Chicago Bears in Chicago. And Jerick McKinnon is out. My, Matt, Matt Aziata is going to carry the load. Cordell Patterson has cleared pro, co, concussion protocol and is expected to play. Um, Brian Hoyer is out. Jay Cutler is going to come back to the starting lineup. 
Jeremy Lankford is expected to, to return to action. Eddie Royal is not is going to be out. Um, so Jay Cutler and um, Alshon Jeffrey fans, um, our owners are going to be happy because guess what? Jay Cutler loves throwing to Alshon Jeffrey, big uh, wide catch radius, <clears throat> and, but they're playing in Chicago. You know what? I love Sam Bradford in this. I like Sam Bradford. I think they're going to try to run the ball more, but I like Sam Bradford in this. I like Stephon Diggs in this game um, in some capacity, not a wide receiver one, not a wide receiver two. Um, Chicago is uh, 18th against the quarterback, fifth against the running back, the worst against the wide receiver, and 10th against the tight end position. So, in my opinion, I know they're going to try to run the ball with Matt Asiata. But Chicago's weakest option is passing game. So I think Kai Rudolph, is a, he's a no-brainer to me. He's a no-brainer. Um, Stephon Diggs is a no-brainer. I don't really like Cordell Paris, Patterson in this game. Um, I like Adam Thien as a sleeper. I think Adam Thien is a viable option here along with Stephon Diggs. Thien can be a flex. Stephon Diggs can also be a flex. I'm, I'm not – I, I got to see more from Stephon Diggs and his hookup with uh, um, Sam Bradford. Um, on the other side, it's tough to play anybody other than Alshon Jeffrey and maybe Zach Miller. Safe throws going to Zach Miller. Um, I mean, he's playing against one of the best defenses in the league. In Minnesota. I know Minnesota got schooled last week, but Minnesota is sixth against the quarterback, tenth against the running back, second against the wide receiver, and ninth against the tight end. You got to believe that it's hard to play anybody from Chicago. But those two guys, I would, I would, you know, if you have no other choice, and you've been riding with Alshon Jeffrey, hoping for the best. You still got to ride for Alpha Jump and, and hope for the best. Because Jay Cutler loves throwing to Alshon Jeffrey, and Zach Miller is a good, good shot to um, pick up some. If you if you're looking for a bye week filling because of uh, six teams on a bye. All right, people, that's it. That's it. I'm done. Shout out to the um, to the fantasy gods that they bring you home a win this past weekend. Hopefully I did gave you some info that you, that's going to be useful for you. Tune in next week, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, when I'll be talking about week nine, where a few teams that are definitely going to be on the bye. I'll tell you, all, all bye weeks until uh, um, week 13. Yeah, week 13, I think, the, well, quite naturally, is the last bye. So with that being said, Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Enjoy your fantasy uh, matchups. Hopefully they're on the positive side for you. And uh, be safe until we talk uh, or you listen next weekend. See ya. You know you make me wanna kick my heels up and down. Hello. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.